God damn it! Maybe that's not it. I'm a bow. Black bow. Black bow. Okay. bow. Let's start. Okay. Are you sure we're in like third track down? Whatever. I don't care. Okay. Laggy balls. Laggy ball. Laggy balls. Laggy balls. Aw, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right. Lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. Hey, ballers. We are on the other side of the patch. And it feels so good. Does it? Fuck yeah. I already have, like, ten new outfits to put on and take off anytime I want without searching through every bag I own. Speaking of bags, you've cleared yours out now too, right? Uh, yeah. I haven't seen an empty bag in literal years. What about the new talents and spells? I, I haven't touched any of that yet. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm doing. Me either, but still, one step closer to Legion! Hell yeah! Yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! But before we get into patch stuff and Ana stuff, I just wanted to touch on something, uh... Really important, actually. Yeah. Um, so we got a bad iTunes review. We got a two-star review on iTunes, and that's cool. You know, yeah, like, we encourage everybody who listens to give us feedback because that's how we grow as a podcast. Right. Um, we've been lucky enough to have nothing but five-star reviews on iTunes, at least. Uh, but uh, this one was a two-star, and uh, it came with a message. Yes. And that message is, Pro Gamers Bring Salt. Two stars. So... This show has its moments. They like to do cool interviews and are passionate about the games they play. Recently talked about competitive play and raged about having new players who were having a positive time and encouraging each other to keep on trying. The epitome of Surrender at 20 in League of Legends. These are the cancer we have in the gaming world. Don't support this show, so they'll go back to their corners and eat Hot Pockets. Okay, and that was from that one guy, 456123. Right. Um, and we want to say thanks. Yeah. So... Um, he's talking about something I said in my last solo show, which is like two shows ago, I think. And I was recapping, um, when I tried doing a competitive uh, placement match by myself. Right. And I got in there and if you've already heard this before, I apologize, but I got in there and people were, before the match started, where people were admitting that they, you know, had hardly ever played the game and they didn't know what they were doing. Um, but they were like, you know, guys, we're going to, we're going to try really yeah, hard. And it's going to be great. positive. Absolutely. And um, being in the in the placement match, um, trying to get a good rating, um, that enraged me. Um, I didn't want to play with these people. I was upset that they were doing placement matches uh, without having played the game yeah. very much. I was surprised that all of these uh, pugs, like people who didn't know each other, were in the exact same boat, except me. Yeah. Um, so I was really angry and upset because... Um, you know, uh, competitive match mode. Well, so. you were in placement matches, right? Yeah, so... You were so trying to get a good rank. I was. Um, and I I talked about it, and, like, I embellished a little. Like, I I certainly was angry about it, and I certainly did um, block these people after the placement match because we failed miserably, and I was so angry that that was my... You got tilted. I got tilted. I was Salt Lord Thist um, <laughs> to the max. Um, I, the salt lord? Yeah, and uh, I just want to say that, like, when I'm angry at people like that, I never say anything. Like, I don't believe that saying negative things to people helps them in any way, especially. Yeah. Like, it does not help people get better. It does not. It just makes them want to stop playing. Um, but that's, that doesn't excuse um, what I 
what I was talking about on that podcast. So I, I kind of glorified being salty and tilted and and kind of downplayed like the fact that they were all still positive despite being complete strangers and despite, you know, having the odds stacked against them and, and, and so forth. So, um, I'm glad that that one guy, whatever, um, called attention to it because I did not think of it. And the truth is, um, we started this podcast based on Warcraft positivity. Right, and, yeah. And, uh, I, I guess... It, it's interesting because, like, I've never been on the other side of that. With Warcraft, it's always been, I am positive, I am all-inclusive, I want everybody to play, I want everybody to enjoy this, I want everybody to have a good time, and I want everybody to love Blizzard for what it is. Um, and I, I could never, like, fathom how anybody would be so, like, toxic and negative in the game. And here I am in Overwatch being toxic and negative, you know? Yeah. Maybe not directly to those people that were making me feel these this way, but I came on my fucking podcast and started talking about how lame they were, you know, like yeah. talking about these noobs and how I'm trying to get a good rating and all this. And, and how dare they be all happy, jolly, positive exactly. in the face of just getting rolled. Exactly. Which is like the complete opposite of how I am on WoW. And, you know, I, I have like an excuse, like... I am a PvE player. Right. You know, like I, I, I you're not used to this level of. I am not, and that's (laughs) why I stay away from PvP in WoW because I get really emotional, and Overwatch is PvP, and it makes me really emotional. And and sometimes I have to step away from playing the game and go take a shower or go, you know, do something else because I get like so upset sometimes, and so, like, that is an excuse, but I'm not saying that I'm not at fault here. Sure. This this review is absolutely right. I'm glad that he brought it up because now I see how easy it is to get completely malicious. Yeah. And and not even think about it, you yeah. know, and not even know because I I honestly didn't know and and here I am like, you know, preaching positivity in game on this podcast for more than a year and then I start doing competitive fucking matches on yeah. Overwatch and yeah. here I am Tilty McSalt Lord, the biggest <laughs> bitch ever, you know? And and so um I don't I don't want to be that person. Sure. I don't. And since I read that review, honestly, like I've played less. I have not played competitive at all. Not not at all. And I've really been bothered by it because I just I couldn't believe that I could act this way without knowing. Sure. And, you know, so um thank you for the review, um, I will definitely be more careful in the future, and I'm really, really glad that this dude brought it to our attention. Yeah, um, me he, too. Did, he did get a few things wrong. Like we're not pro gamers. I don't know why he called us that. Um, maybe it was like a sarcastic. Yeah, I guess something. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe I should go back in my corner and eat hot pockets. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but uh, so you're saying he's right? He is right. Absolutely. Okay. So. I, I think that's cool that you're just admitting that. I'm sorry I wasn't here for that episode so we could... Because who knows, like, a lot of times, you know, one of the reasons we do this together is we balance each other out yeah. well. If there had been two of us here to have an actual discussion about it, we might have come to that conclusion on our own. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I've... I've um, I mentioned one other podcast that I tried out. I couldn't... I honestly couldn't tell you what the name of it was anymore because it's been so long. But years ago, I tried this podcast out 
because um, I was looking for Warcraft podcast content in particular. I tried these guys out. Very first episode I listened to, they're talking about how the game's dead, they hate playing it, they're so bored with it now. I, I turned off, unsubscribed, yeah. d- deleted. I mean, I don't, I don't think I reviewed them, um, but... I mean, you know, if you think in terms of, like, maybe he was a newer listener or maybe he'd only been listening for a couple of episodes or something, yeah. it sounds like he'd, he'd heard at least a few, but, you know, that sort of thing is, is a turnoff for people because, I, I mean, for good reason. Yeah. Now, I, I think, to be fair, you were probably trying to be more funny. Yeah, well, that's what I mean about embellishing like, a little. Right, like I sure, was, yeah. I certainly I mean, wasn't that angry yeah. about it, but... And, and, and also, to be fair, you, you're not... You can't possibly be this salty salt lord bitch of the world actually because there are lesser salt lord assholes who will who say things and both in voice chat and typed out that are just horrible yeah. to people yeah. and we've we've thankfully only run into that a few times but we have run into it so you you've seen firsthand what that looks like Absolutely. and that's not what you were doing yeah. and and i would never do that and, and and that is my definition of you know being a toxic player but yeah. these people like most of these people don't have a platform like we do right and i held my tongue like usual thinking i was doing the, the right thing and then i went straight to my podcast and and started blasting these people yeah. who meant well right so I'm not justifying. No, no, no. Please I'm just, don't. Uh, you know, because I, I think I agree with him as well. We we had a side discussion when this first happened when we when we heard saw the uh, review and talked about it off air. You know, we came to these same conclusions. This is none of this is whitewashed. You know, this is a this is a good thing in that it was a very bad thing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so and, and this helps our podcast, and this helps yeah. us as gamers too. Yeah. Yeah. Because now we're going to be like you know, a little more sensitive and, and a little more thoughtful about the things that we talk about and make fun of. Sure. And it definitely made me a better Overwatch player because I had to take a step back and, and think about, like, you know, I don't want to be that person. I am not that person. But for some reason, when I play Overwatch, sometimes I become that person and I need to do what I need to do, whether that means, like, stop playing or, like, you know, step out of competitive for a while or whatever to avoid that situation because yeah. it's, you know, it was embarrassing to, yeah, to, to realize. So, so yeah, like, this was a great review. Um, thank you. If you guys want to see the review for yourselves, it's on our iTunes. Um, yeah, but I think, you know, I, I got to say, when we first talked about this and you recounted, because um, obviously I was not on that episode, you had to recount to me yeah. what it was that was said. Um, I, I just want to say... A little bit of credit to you the fact that you're admitting this i mean a lot of people would either just ignore something like this and never mention it or justify it you know or just completely rant about the guy like oh this yeah. fucking idiot that thinks that we're trying to be programmers we're not what an idiot yeah, so his, his whole his whole argument has yeah. no basis and like, that's you know you're just being a human being about it and i i i for one can appreciate that i think other listeners well, can well thanks but you know this is it's also good podcast fodder, to be honest. You know, like it's, well, yeah. it's it's a good topic to bring up because, like this, for the most part, like Overwatch is the biggest PvP experience I've ever had. Yeah, and uh, it's like the only PvP game that I've ever played a lot of, and this is what it's doing to me. Sure. So, yeah. you know, if if anybody else is like finding that they're getting like super tilted and maybe not acting the way they usually do, um. You know, maybe this is this is something to think about. So yeah, yeah. Take a break, break, count to ten. Yeah. Play some Hearthstone, chill out, yeah. something. And now we've got <laughs> WoW back, you know. So like, yeah. I can just go back on WoW and 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 look at my transmog and feel yeah. fine and, and calm down and everything's well, fine. So look in in 
conclusion, if you will, I just want to say you were wrong, <laughs> but I appreciate that you admitted it, at least. Thanks. Now, speaking of Warcraft... LB Newsline. News you can use, unless you refuse. Okay, so, oh my god, the first Harbinger animated short, holy crap. Okay, so, wow, uh, today, so yesterday, there's, uh, came out with a animated short about the origin of Gul'dan. So cool. It was wicked awesome, my gerb. The story, the music, the artwork in yeah. particular, holy god, it was spectacular. If you haven't seen this, run right out to your local... Harbinger we'll YouTube. Link it in the show notes. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, but definitely watch it. It's very, very cool. It's extremely yeah. well done. Blizzard is always spoiling us rotten with visual and audio and just like content, content, content. Like, yeah. Here, here, here. Take it, take it, take it. It's just ugh. If you're a Blizzard fan, it is such a great time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It really is. And uh, speaking of which, uh, this year marks the 25th anniversary of the founding of Blizzard Entertainment. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's spectacular. Five years of excellence. Fuck yeah. Gold star. And how are they celebrating that? Um, They are casting one of the, and I'm paraphrasing, one of the company's most iconic characters in a 14-foot, 4,000-pound, truly one-of-a-kind statue. Where? In Taichung, Taiwan. Aww. And it's of... Uh, Arthas, right? Yeah, it's of Arthas. Now I'm thinking, why don't I live in Taiwan? I know. Suddenly I want to live. <laughs> like, That's why I was disappointed. I think we need to go to I Taiwan. To Taiwan. <laughs> yeah. I would uh, I would truly love to like stick my hand on the on the statue and just be like, mmm. That's so cool. 25 years, baby. That is so cool. It's so cool. So as part of that, I mean, the, this is about the Blizzard anniversary. Um, there's an in-game tie-in. They're actually bringing in Arthas skin um, and skin. A, the, the Mystic Kingdom's Arthas skin and Crimson Hair Mount. Um, to Heroes of the Storm, so my mistake, I put this in the wrong section, I thought it was about the anniversary, that in Heroes. but yeah. But it's very cool that they're doing this, I wish they would come put uh, one of those statues in Chicago. Yes, please. Because I would just, like, hang out with it all the time. I know. I think I'd just, like, we'd probably record the show there. We'd set up, like, a little house made out of a cardboard box, like yeah. a little shantytown. Yeah, and we'd, like, call it, like, l- l- like... Blizzard Little Little Orgamar? Little Blizzard Shire. <laughs> little Blizzard Shire? Yeah, and then we'd like scrub the the thing with toothbrushes every day and like <laughs> people would be like, Why are you doing that? And be like, you know, gotta keep it real. Keep Cause it Blizz, fresh. yo. Cause Blizz. Cause Blizz. But yeah. So that'll be cool to see. There's no there's like teaser photos and we'll have the link to that, but there's no actual photo of it yet. Oh, yeah. So I hope there's, there's even more that they're doing for the 25th anniversary. It's, it'll be cool to see what they do at BlizzCon. Fuck yeah! I can't wait. I hope they give us all, like, things that say 25th anniversary on yes. it. Yes! 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 So, um, we all know that the new Warcraft patch came out. Um, yes! There's so much shit, um, most notably the transmog, obviously. A lot of things got switched around, new spells, uh... New talents. Uh, the the character screen has been completely dumbed down and uh, put into like giant font. And I love it. <laughs> I love it too. I love it. All those extraneous stats <sighs> just didn't mean jack shit to me. So yeah, but we figured like going over it on the podcast is not something we need to do. Like I'm sure every other podcast 
will be more than happy to do it way better than we ever could. So And honestly, there's so much for every class. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I have no fu- fucking clue what's going on. Me either. So I'm not going over shit. Nope. Me and, you don't, and you don't want me to. Because I don't know what's going on he yet. Didn't, he didn't even <laughs> set up his talents yet. No, no. Look, we're recording this right now on a Thursday night specifically for the reason that we wanted to have playtime in the game. Yeah. And we realized that there's so many changes, there's no way yeah. that we're going to effectively cover this. So do yourselves a favor, check out Icy Veins and the cha- and the changes on the places like yeah. that um, where they're going to go in-depth on things and give you the real deal. Yeah, and um, Wowhead has a survival guide for the go. patch. Exactly. And obviously Battle.net has uh, notes yeah. and stuff like that. So there's, there's, there's tons of information out there. But um, I hope that all of you had like a really great experience like we did just... You know, the day of the patch, all of our guildies and our friends came back. Yeah. We're all in team speak, just like old times, and, you know, nobody was playing Overwatch for once, and <laughs> we were all just like, look at this, and look at this, and I can do this, and they took this out, and they put this in, and, and what am I and doing? People were immediately running old raids and dungeons yeah. for, for gear up. For transmogs, transmog and, yeah. getting the fabulous title, like, it was just... The fabulous title is a great title. It's... Fabulous. That's fabulous. Fabulous. But, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. So it was just, you know, I, thankfully for us, like during, you know, when we stopped kind of like mythic raiding and then we had kind of a lull and then Overwatch came out, um, we kind of like scattered a little bit. Plus it was the summer and like, you know how online friends sort of disappear during the summer because they're like doing things. <laughs> um, but now we're all, we're all kind of back together and, and getting intimate again and, uh, and I really hope that the expansion brings us even closer to our friends. Yeah. Yeah. And our new friends that we make through the podcast. Sure, yeah. We have a lot of those as well. Um, and we love to be, like, super close to you. Um, we love to share our secrets and our dreams and, like... And share nudes. Um, what? Right? Nudes? Nudes, yeah, yeah. Like, to... Not to, like, ladies. No, no. I mean, like, nudes with other dudes. Nudes. Nudes with other dudes. Dude nudes. Dude nudes. Yeah, like, uh, like Bahama Brothers. Bahama Brothers? Yeah, like... What is... What's a Bahama Brother? You don't know what a Bahama Brother is? <laughs> what? Uh, so, Bahama Brothers are uh, when one of your bros sends you uh, either a nude or overly revealing photo of himself. Like, on purpose or accidentally? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, um, it could be either, I think. All right. Um, especially if it's purposeful, though. Right. Like, if a dude shows you his nude of himself... A dude Like, nude. one of your bros, then... Um, the Bahama Brothers code requires that you share nudes back. Oh, I think I've heard of this. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... it was from me before the show because we just made this yep. up. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is not a thing until so now. So if you accidentally see your bro naked, yeah. or if he purposely sends you a nude to make you uncomfortable, right? or otherwise, yeah. and this is this is speaking for, for you know those who are... Same not, sex. Yes, not in the uh, I want to see penis persuasion. Right. Let's 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 clear. Let's step aside and clarify again. No dick pics, guys. Don't send dick pics to anybody unless like, they ask for it. Right. Unless they ask for it. We just want to like reiterate that that yeah, yeah, yeah. real quick. Yeah. Just to our listeners as a PSA, if yeah. you will. Yeah. So this is not that. You can what send we're us talking dick about, pics though. We're, we're what we're cool talking about. about. Okay. Here's the real deal. Here's here's what happened. Okay. Here's where this whole discussion came. Here's here's the re- the real deal. Guys, here's the behind the curtain for you. Oh my god, no, All right? don't go behind the curtain. My buddy Archibs got a little drunk. Dude sends me, uh, let's say, a photo. <laughs> let's say it was a toga, but uh, uh, only hanging very, um, 
let's say, strategically. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it's not a nude, but he's a mostly nude. Right. Okay? Still enough to make you uncomfortable <laughs> as a male who is un- uncomfortable with other naked males. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, look, I'm not a homophobe by, in the least, but, like, I don't want to see another dude naked if I don't have to. Well, no. I mean, some dudes don't. Some and, dudes do, some dudes Hey, look, don't. our kids and I, we're, psh, we're dude, that's my, right. bo- that's, my, that's my boy. But... But, like... The code is, if you accidentally see your bro naked, yeah. or if you purposefully, like, see your bro naked, yeah. then he has to see you naked. Right. Because that's the code. Okay, well, okay. So, again, behind the curtain view for everybody, this was this idea. <laughs> what? Don't throw me under it the bus. It was this idea that a dude has to send nudes back for having seen nudes, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Well, it's only fair. <laughs> it's like, okay, if he sends you, like, balls, it's like, look at look at my nuts. And honestly, like, if I was a dude, I'd be sending my nut pics to and, all my bros. And honestly, like, that's not uncommon. That's not an uncommon. I know that. Like, I went to an all-male boarding school. Dudes would whip their shit out or, like, yeah. try and trick each other into... like... What's that movie? There's a movie Waiting. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're but constantly like, trying to show each other balls? their balls, okay. right? Okay, to me, as a female <laughs> who doesn't have male parts, um, balls, I feel, are, are like... It's like when somebody moons you, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. it's like, it's not, society hasn't made it overtly sexual, you know? Yeah. To the point where you're like, whoa, that's hot, or whoa, that's inappropriate. It's somewhere in the middle between, you know, those two things. So if somebody moons you, you're like, ha, 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 yeah. you know, there's your ass. So, like, for, for dudes, like, maybe not for, like, I don't know, maybe in certain... I just think that balls are kind of like ass, you know? Like, you can't wait. I'm just. How awkward it is even It's, it's awkward guy. because I don't want to offend anyone. Look, and I'm trying really hard not right. to, but, like, I'm just saying that I think that balls are more like ass than wiener is. Because if you showed somebody your wiener, there could be consequences, you know? I mean, there could be consequences with balls, but I'm just saying, like,. If you show somebody your wiener, okay. you have to mean it because you have to be willing to put up with what's going to happen. Yeah. But if you show somebody your nutsack, you probably there's probably not going to be like any repercussions other than somebody like kicking you in the nuts. So you guys just got a real peek behind 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 the curtain <laughs> because that honestly we had this whole discussion off air. That's where this all came from. We actually sat and and thought about names for this like <laughs> for like. 45 minutes yeah. and finally came up with Bahama Brothers. Yeah. And I, it's only, anyway, so the, what you just heard was like the real deal, all full like mindset story of Fist's line of thinking of how she arrived at this. Because this was an innocent thing that was fucking hilarious, you know, completely unrelated. And, she, and like, this is how she came to that, re- that conclusion and then started insisting that I had to like take photos to send back yeah. to our kids. <laughs> Because it's like a code. And I was like, no. It's the code now. <laughs> I just think that it's only fair. Like, if, if he he sent you the the partial nude with the intention of grossing you out or yeah. making you laugh or whatever. Yeah. Not, it's not sexual. And, and it's to not be fair, offensive. To it's, be fair, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's just funny. The, fun, the photo is fucking genuinely so funny. I think that if your bro does that with the intention of being funny or t- trying to gross you out. Yeah. Then the code should be, by the Bahama Brothers code, that you have to send them exactly the same amount of nudity, and they have to look at it. And then, not unlike Eskimo Brothers, yeah. which I know is a derogatory term, and I'm sorry, but that's what it's called. Well, the Eskimo part is Eskimo derogatory. Eskimo is derogatory. But, okay. 
Um, just like when you've had relations with the same person that makes you Eskimo brothers, when you've seen each other's wieners or what have you, (laughs) that makes you Bahama brothers, (laughs) and that will bring you close together. So this whole thing is a message of togetherness. (laughs) So we've come full circle. We have. So, okay, we had a plan for how to bring this up. We totally backed into it ass first. Yes. As it were. <laughs> and it come, have come full circle. That's the idea. All right. So let's... That's the point. And the Bahama... Once once you have exchanged said imagery, you are now Bahama brothers. You were there, therefore that much closer. Yeah. Your bond has been... Yeah. So- <laughs> and you can call each other BBs. <laughs> what up, BB? <laughs> BB? Bahama brother? You heard it here her first, folks. Bahama brothers... Copyright lagging balls 2016. And I hope that, um, and that that can apply to females as well. And I, I certainly hope that uh, all of our raid team members um, become Bahama Brothers. With oh me. my god. Let's move on. Cheers, love. It's Overwatch news. <laughs> okay. Um, great um, new patch. Um, yes, the new patch is awesome. There was an interview with Jeff Kaplan about a lot of the different things that are included in it. Yes, um, he okay, was interviewed so by Kotaku. Kotaku had this amazing interview. It's it's um it's an article. Yeah. And they cover uh, the toxicity of players like me, <laughs> um, competitive play. Jeff says the f word in it, which is like blows my mind. That's awesome. Like he's just so sweet and adorable he's so and nice. bespectacled, and he's like fuck. And I'm like whoa. <laughs> he's just like us. Um, he talks about hitboxes, um, uh, game modes. He talks about sombra, cultural appropriation as far as um a few certain skins that oh, are. Oh sure, yeah. Um, he talks about Anna, of course, and most importantly, most importantly. Jeff Kaplan finally addresses the matter of Overwatch pornography. Oh, oh, good. The the elephant in the room. Thank God. So I mean, the thing that's on all of our minds. Yeah, all of the time. <laughs> like in the most inappropriate times. Like, hey, mom, how's it going? Oh, God, no. Don't, I mean, I no. Feel, okay, so I didn't see the interview, but I, I feel like isn't the whole explanation just Rule Thirty Four? Period. Done. Absolutely. But his take on it was really cute. Like it was. It was kind of like. You know, I accept this because I understand how internet goes, but I also want to, like, be PC about it and just be like, somebody think of the children. Anyway, can I just read you that? Please. His response please to it? do. Please do. So, uh, this is what Ka- Jeff Kaplan says about Overwatch pornography. When that crosses into the porn scene, I just feel like an inevitable reality of the internet in 2016. And there's a lot of freedom of expression that people want to pursue, pursue in their own time. Obviously, I have concern as somebody who's creatively responsible for the franchise. I really hope people know and realize that there are a lot of kids who play the game, even though the game is T-rated. There's a lot of people who will buy the game for their kids who are younger than teens. I would just hope that people recognize that we need to be careful because when somebody types in one of our character names into Google, if parents haven't set up the right parental controls, it's unfortunate it becomes a really negative experience and we would hate for something like that to happen because we really want Overwatch to feel safe and inclusive and very positive and bright. Nobody's trying to step on anybody's freedom of speech or anything like that. <laughs> like, totally love people's creative expression. I would just say, just be mindful that there are a lot of kids who are engaged in the franchise as long as things are kept sort of away from them. That's important. 
So that's, that's like a stellar answer. Yeah, you know, because really you you can and you it can really is of, adorable. Oh my it's god, so adorable. Jeff Kaplan is just the best. He's I know, just a salt of the earth guy. He really is. He's just so cute, and I just like I really wish that like I could you know pick his brain about this. Yeah. In particular, like I'd love to like you know because like he knows people who have like birthed these characters. Right. It's like. Your parents just so seeing cool. your nudes online, you know, and becoming <laughs> Bahama Brothers. But, uh, <laughs> but it would be weird, you know? Like, I just, like, I'm sure that some of our listeners are, like, artists and have created characters and stuff, and, like, maybe one or two of them, like, you know, when people on DeviantArt sort of, like, commission each other's characters and stuff, or, like, you know, steal each other's characters, or, you know, reimagine them and stuff, and then, you know, it, it can turn into porn really quickly. Yeah. And, like, I wonder how that feels, you know? Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. To see your creation just, like, yeah. take it in the, the dirtiest way it yeah. could possibly go. Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh. Ugh. But, I don't know. I mean, and then and then put that alongside the, the people who are cutifying everything and, like, making, yeah. like, the, the dads. The, the mom and, like, and the, the dad yeah. and the grandma now. Yeah. And, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Um, but Jeff also did um, another update, um, a video update. Yeah. And can I just say, I really, really appreciate that he takes the time to do that. Yeah, I love And him. you can tell it's all in one take, you know? Yeah. And he just sits down and he dresses absolutely everything that people are, like, wanting to hear. And, like, usually the theme around the end of the video is, don't worry, if it sucks, we'll fix it. Right. If you don't like it, tell us, we'll fix it. You yeah. know, like, he's always reiterating that, and I think that's really important. Cause yeah. It instills confidence in people. Absolutely. Well, um, you know, he, he he gave a bunch of updates. Um, he talked about the patch itself. Uh, we'll run through a few of those things here. In particular, he mentioned uh, specifics like Mercy's alt. It's yeah. going to come up less often. He just said that, that people were saying, you know, it's such a game-changing alt. It's something that can help you hold a point. It can help you um, defend a point or, or attack it. Um, when your whole team gets wiped and you just immediately, you're all back. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a big deal. So they're trying to help balance things out so they come up less. Uh, so we know that there have been changes to Diva's alt, um, and we know that um, uh, one of the newer changes is the competitive change. Uh, there's now a one hero limit, um, and they were saying that the reason was that so people can't basically can't cheese competitive matches. Yeah, because that would make me salty and, and tilted, and then I'd go on this podcast and be an absolute <laughs> jerk-ass. And, and then, then our ratings get, would go down. And plummet, and I'd be like, <laughs> oh yeah? Well, you guys suck then. I'm going to eat Hot Pockets. It's cool. I found the guy's number. I'm going to send him a nude. P.S. I used to love Hot Pockets. <laughs> the, the ones from Canada, the, the McCain ones. So you get, like, there's Pillsbury. Disgusting. Ugh. They're covered in, like, flour. Okay. It's just blah. Ugh. But, right. but the, the McCain ones. Yeah? The McCain four cheese. Oh. And I, I'd like put them in the microwave, and they don't even have to be all the way done to be good. They can still be cold in the middle. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. That sounds nasty. It probably was, but I have the worst <laughs> taste in food. But yeah, anyway. You hot pocket eating motherfucker! That that reviewer was right. Well, I don't need many more. In more ways than he knew. Because <laughs> I'm vegan now, but just let me say, yeah. if they made vegan hot pockets, especially from McCain, I'd eat that shit raw, homie. Ew. Homie. Ew. I'd be sucking on like a hot pocket popsicle, hot pocket hot, popsicle, hot popsicle, hot popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. So, Just... as far as more of the dev talk, 
Um, the, he reiterated the, what you said before about the, how the devs are listening and implementing constantly. Um, that's he re- reiterates that constantly because he just he does want us to know that they are listening. They do read everything. Uh, the feedback is actually helpful. The game changes based on enough of the same yeah. types of feedback. We we've seen that. Yeah. So um, uh, another a, a few other changes that I found in the patch notes. I went digging for things that were that were um, more high level and important. There's only a couple of them. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes to the rest, so you should take a look, um, especially at individual uh, hero changes. But a big one is overtime. Mm-hmm. When overtime is on. After 20 seconds have elapsed of overtime, the fire, uh, the fuse burns down more quickly. So if there's not somebody contesting the point or contesting the payload or whatever, causing the overtime, you know how that fuse burns down yeah. on the top and then when it burns all the way down, it's over. And the music is like... Yeah, the music gets fucking situational. Yeah. It's like when you're playing Mario and it's like... You're like, fuck! I didn't realize I was all time. Oh my god, run fast! Yeah, exactly that. So overtimes, I guess, were lasting maybe too long. Yeah. So they did two different things. Um, the fuse burns down more quickly, and the respawn rate has been increased by two seconds. So when you're dead, you are now dead longer. Mm-hmm. During If you die during overtime, don't fucking die during overtime. Yeah. Okay, self-healing abilities now charge your ultimate abilities. So as a result, many heroes' ultimate costs have been adjusted. Um, see the link in the show notes again for the full list, because there's, there's something about nearly every hero. But here's a couple of highlights. Mercy's ult, uh, it has been increased, the cost has been increased by 30%, which is a significant jump. Um, she's also no longer required to stand still while she's rezzing, nice. which is huge. That's huge. Right? Because yes. she used to have to stop and, like, yeah. stand in one spot, res everybody, and die. Just sacrifice herself for the rest of the team, Yeah, basically. Exactly. Uh, Soldier 76, this is another um, rather big change. His rifle spread, when you hold down his rifle shot... Um, his, his machine gun, if you will, it, it starts to spread um, after a, like a second or so. You used to be able to just fire in bursts and keep it tight, mm-hmm. and now that doesn't happen anymore. So if you if you fire and it spreads, then you can't just release it and it's immediately, you know, in one spot again. Right. It, it's gonna sp- it's gonna continue to spread. There's actually a short delay mm. before it will reset. So um, it's yet to see how that's gonna play out exactly, but. It's a, a change worth knowing for people who are playing uh, Soldier, uh, especially if you're trying to counter like a Pharaoh or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, Zenyatta, uh, her, her, wow, his movement speed has been doubled during Transcendence. That's awesome. So he's slow as hell yeah. to begin with, but now when you hit Transcendence, like holy crap, you just yeah. go burning in there. So, <laughs> uh, which is cool because you know you, you need to use it to push with your team and yes. like, like if you're if you're pushing down the second point in Temple of Anubis, and there's mm-hmm. that long hallway yep. straight and then, down, and by the time you, you get hit there, your Transcendence, and you're not yeah. even there yet. <laughs> and then, like, nobody's passing into the iris. Right, yeah, Nobody, there's no iris. There's no iris. You're there alone, you're just, you're just and then you've screwed yeah, up. Exactly. So check the show notes for the rest, and that's it. Yeah, um, so let's talk about Anna, Anna, Anna real quick. Yes. Let's... She's fucking cool. The first, the patch day, like, I'm sure everybody experienced this, but uh, you go into uh, Quick Play, everybody's Anna. Yeah. Everybody. Arabo's Anna, and it was pretty fun. And uh, we actually Arana, Arana, and then we played against um, an entire Anna team, and we were like <laughs> Just a regular tonight. team. No, it was last night. And uh, oh, that's right. Tonight was what one diva? Yeah, and they kept like <laughs> putting us to sleep. And the weird thing about diva being asleep is that her mech goes to sleep when you're inside the mech, but diva does not. 
So it's kind of creepy because, like, the mech just sort of goes, Ew! and falls asleep. And you can see her, like, arms, like, jiggling the controls, like, furiously trying to wake it up. And it's like, ugh. That's creepy. I know. Because, <laughs> like, the first That's time it scary. happened, I was like, oh, crap, here I am asleep. But then, like, she was, like, jerking around. I'm like, oh, is she having a bad dream or something? But then it realized that just the, the mech was... trapped in there. Yeah, the mech was asleep and she was trapped in it. So it was, like, kind of weird. That's messed up, man. Uh, yeah. That's a nice touch. I know. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, playing Anna is awesome. Like I I really like her so far. Yeah. I suck at her, you know, because yeah. it's only been a few days. Um, but uh, what an interesting concept. I know. I mean, I know the concept has been out for a couple weeks. But uh, it's so unique. It really is very unique. And again, like I know we covered this last time, but it's it's so cool and awesome to play an elderly woman. Yeah. A badass elderly woman. Like I've never played an elderly woman before in any video game I've yeah. ever played, so... And there's some funny voice lines that go along with it. Yeah, I, uh, I killed Soldier 76 earlier tonight, and she's like, quiet now, old man, or something like that. <laughs> it's just like, she's really sassy, and, uh... There was one where, uh, Zarya, if you're on the same team as her, she says something like, you used to be this amazing woman, now you're just an old lady or something no, like that. No, that was, um, Widowmaker. Was it? Yeah, because Widowmaker was the one who took her out. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's all salty about it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, and then, and then she had like, a, she had a, f- a fun retort. She's like, "I take you to the one by the crap." That's right. That was good. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. That was so pretty she's funny. like super sassy and badass, and like the the tr- the transmog cosplay is going to be real. You oh know? yeah. That's what I love about Overwatch the most is just. It's, it's kind of like X-Men, you know, like everybody in X-Men is from a different place in the world and different ages, different yeah. backstories, different genders, whatever. So I like that. I like, huh. I like that. And I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of hot grandmas at BlizzCon. <laughs> yes! Bahama grandmas. <laughs> what? Okay. But Jeff Kaplan touched on that too. And he just also mentioned how um, she's an interesting play style, uh, very high skill cap. Um, and how it's going to be interesting to see how she influences the game. Yeah. Um, and how she's kind of not for everybody. She's, you know... No, she's... He was, he was saying how people who who like the high skill cap characters, like Tracer and Widowmaker and things like that, they're probably going to like her a lot because there's Twitch targeting and things like that that yeah. are, you know, really important to making sure you're landing... I mean, because, you you know, her, her abilities are, are based on nailing your shots. Yeah. To friend and foe alike. Yep. In a game where the number one rule is never stop moving. Mm-hmm. So, good God. I know. Talk about being a master marksman and never stopping shooting. Seriously. Jesus. And uh, getting hit with her alt is incredible. Okay, we've seen some cool uh, plays out of that. Like, we were on the wrong end of uh, Ana ulted, ulting Roadhog. That was insane. That fucking sucked. <laughs> I couldn't even be mad. I was just like, wow. I know, I know, I know. Like, he, he mowed us all down. He did. Like, the whole, he, like, team wiped us. He couldn't, we couldn't move. There like, he pinned us against the wall, that. and then we were just dead. But, um, we were defending Hollywood, and it was the last point, like, the very last point in Hollywood, and we were losing, and the car was, like, almost right on top of where it, it, it settles in the last sort of spot. Yeah. And, uh... We were just trying our best to like keep these motherfuckers yeah, back. They were pushing See, there's hard. me getting salty, and, and they were they were like, really aggressive. Yeah. And we were kind of they were really good. Shit, yeah, we were shit compared to them. 
but for, for some reason, like, the, the stars aligned, and we all figured out exactly what to do without talking, like, we were playing in a, in a group, and we all figured out what to do without saying anything to each other, so I was on Soldier, and I was like, okay, I've got my ult, so I jumped up on the payload, and the whole rest of the team was coming at us. Yeah. And, uh... Because they were almost out of time. They, so they yeah, it was just, almost out of time. You know, when you're out of time, you have to just bum, bum rush the payload. You Absolutely. just gotta get on the payload. you just have to do what you need to do. So I jump on top, and I start shooting, and I do my ult. You're on Mercy. Yep. You're healing the shit out of me. Yep. And I drop one of my healing cans, so yep. I'm sitting in heals. You're healing me off to the side in safety. Then, our friend Juden shoots me with friend an Ana... Friend and Patreon Juden. Yes, friend and Patreon Juden shoots me with an Ana ult, and fucking... Soldier went from bap 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 to and I was like, oh my god! Like I was screaming. It was so cool. We just took everyone out yeah. and we won it. And it was just oh. yeah. So Anna's alt, my I stopped healing you once you dropped your your heals thing because you were full. Yeah. And so I switched to damage boost. So yeah. that was my damage boost, her like psycho adrenaline boost. Yep. And your alt. Yep. And you just like wiped the other. It was yep. fucked up. It was. Mwah! It, it was, was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. So the thing of beauty. Yes, Anna. So the thumbs plays, up. the 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 potential plays in all of that yeah. are fucking cool. I'm gonna. I'm really interested to see like some YouTube videos of people just using. Oh yeah. Like the insane combos. Yes. Really looking forward to that. So yeah, Anna A plus. Let's talk a little Diablo. Oh, there's Diablo news. There is Diablo news. So patch 2.4.2 is live on the PTR for testing and headed soon to the live realms. And uh, for seasonal heroes, they've prepared on the Diablo website a two-part guide to season 7 so you can get a fresh start. Nice. Um, so they're just talking about uh, season 7 beginning with the usual updates, um, conquest rotations and rewards, um, but they specifically... Um, there's a, an article about the challenges you'll face in Season 7 and the new cosmetic rewards. So nice. in Season 7, they're continuing the tradition of introducing new cosmetic rewards with each season. And uh, in addition to uh, an exclusive portrait frame in the usual rotating piece of Conqueror's Transmogrification set, Season 7 will include a unique cosmetic pet for nice. players who complete the fourth chapter of Season Journey. Nice. So this pet looks like a tiny skeletal fire unicorn. That's awesome. And it's adorable. Oh, I wow. mean, it looks like um, a Thestral kind of, like it reminds me of a Thestral from Harry Potter. Nice. Except with no wings or anything, but it's just like, it's kind of bony, it's black, it's like a horse, and it's got like a fire horn, so it's, it's fucking so cool. cool. Um, yeah, and the portrait looks like the prettiest portrait I've ever seen. It's kind of like wintry and, and white and just fluffy and. Fluffy? I, fluffy's not the right word, okay? I just like snow. Fluffy Diablo. And um, uh, there's season journey rewards, um, and they've introduced a in, in season five they introduced a method of acquiring more stash space by completing the season journey, and in season seven they'll be bringing back that reward for those who unlock the conqueror title. So um, if you want to um, acquire your expanded storage space, um, these are the steps you'll need to complete the conqueror tier of season journey. Of the season journey. So the steps are uh, one, complete a torment, thirteen Nephilim rip in under five minutes. Okay. No small feat. Can do. Uh, level 
Level three legendary gems to 55 or higher. All right, wow. Uh, complete two conquests. Okay. Defeat Gom at Torment 13 difficulty in under 30 seconds. Fuck, right. Defeat Rakanoth at Torment 13 difficulty. All right. Complete a Raider Rift 60 solo. Okay. Use Kenai's Cube to augment two Ancients with level 40 plus gems. And use Kenai's Cube to re... <laughs> Can I's cube to reforge a legendary item? So Yay. you've got a long road ahead. Um, for some of you, you're like, whatever. Yeah, we're I'm hardcore. Good um, so good for you because you'll get it easier. But yeah. for the rest of us, that's a nice little group of feats. Fuck us, right? Yeah. I feel icky. And now it's time for some Hearthstone news. Here's your hosts, Thorn, and oh, what a rush. So Hearthstone's got something going on called Friendly Feud, which I think is a take on Family Feud. You love the feud. Um, So during this event, two normal Hearthstone players can come together to battle it out for glory, honor, and the joy of playing, and quest rewards. Nice. That's right. For just one week, you can complete quests and receive the rewards when you throw down in friendly challenges with your pals. Okay. So it's it's a friend challenge. So even after the friendly feud is over, the fun continues because a brand new quest joined the lineup last week, friend challenge. So there's friendly feud and then there's friend challenge. When you see friend challenge in your quest log, just choose a deserving friend on your list, issue them a friendly challenge, and then play out the match. After your match ends, you'll both be showered in riches. And by riches, they mean 80 gold. So be sure to finish your games and collect your winnings. And actually, I did that just last week. And how was it? It was really fun. Was it friendly? It sure was. Really? You know who it was with? Who? My Bahama brother, Arkivs. That's so sweet. It all comes back to Bahama brothers. It does. <laughs> I think it's time for some motherfucking shout-outs. Shout-outs, yay, yay. Okay, this week I asked, uh, what band would you love to see perform at BlizzCon 2016. Nice. Coming up in a few months. Oh, God. Oh, my garb. And we got some answers. Uh, Spanky Hunter at Spanky Hunter, who's also a patron, says uh, Guns N' Roses. Dude, good choice. Hey, why not, right? Welcome to the jungle, my friend. Yeah. We got fun and games. You know what those games are? Blizzard games. (laughs) Welcome to the jungle. We play Blizzard games. Uh, Feels like a sound clip. It should be. Uh, Chris at Bordardo says Disturbed. Yeah. Nice. Um, they did that Phil Collins cover, right? I don't know. What? <laughs> There's a band that goes, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, our friend uh, and guildmate Mastermud says Red Hot Chili Peppers would be good. Um, absolutely they would. They're yeah. still, I saw them live years ago they were amazing so yeah i think that would be really good see flea jumping around in yeah. underwear on the Blizzard let's see stage. if i can like uh, oh they had that um video for a californication which was a video game ah uh, ah uh, was it yeah it was like no. it was like the californication it was like each member of the band was like a video game character oh i didn't know that and then it, uh, that's awesome yeah platinum monkey our guildmate and officer says two words Smash Mouth. Somebody once told me okay, that stop. we're gonna play at Blizzard. Uh, stop. Sorry. Um, Fuck Boo Pog says Dr. Dre. Yes! Because we ain't forgot about Dr. Dre. Good choice, Fuck Boo Pog. <laughs> uh, Chief Vulgin at Chief Vulgin says, why not Rick Astley? And then he proceeded to Rickroll us. Thanks a lot. That's awesome. I mean, getting Rickrolled awesome. from your uh, 
War she, Chief. War Chief is just... Honestly, don't mind. Love no, that song. We love Rick Astley. <laughs> We're never going to give him up. Uh, Chris Hall at Tremont Rhino says, uh, As gamers age and new gamers are born, it's hard to satisfy Prophets of Rage, The Darkness, Daft Punk. Oh, good choices. Yeah, we were just listening to The Darkness the other day. Um, that would be awesome. That would be my choice. Please. Anyway, um, <laughs> who would you like to see at BlizzCon since we are going to BlizzCon this year? I don't have an answer prepared. He made a lot of like confused faces before he answered. I I don't know. Fair enough. I I didn't I did not think about it ahead of time. I apologize. I way to go. So okay, well I've got it. Okay, so I would obviously like to see Queens of the Stone Age. Um, I think Rush would be excellent. Um, we all know that the all-time Canadian answer. I mean, CanCon for show. Um, but but solid choice. Solid fucking choice. Video games and pop culture and stuff like that, Mm. and they're total geeks. Most of their songs are about, like, you know, wizards and mages and things like that. Yeah. Priests from the Temple of Syrinx and just... Cool. Anyway. <laughs> um, or bring back Tenacious D. Always love the D. Always love the D. Hey, you know what time it is? What? Tenacious D time! You motherfucking girl! <laughs> and finally, we'd just like to take a moment to thank our Patreons. Patreons. Patreons? Patreons? Our Bahama brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Spanky Hunter. Juden, Tremont Rhino, Logic, uh, Thomas, and our newest one, Heather. Um, we want to th- t- just take a special moment to thank Logic. We couldn't say who among you out there in TV land may have thought of this or considered it or whatever. Logic is the one who came to us specifically and asked us if we had a Patreon. We said no. Yeah, we're like, what? And he specifically said, you know, if you would start one, I would contribute. Yeah. So we do want to special- send a special thanks out to you, Logic. Uh, very cool of you, man. Um, this was your idea, bro. So yeah. thanks a lot. Holy um, fuck, thank you. You know, and now we're making a f- some cold hard thirty-seven dollars a month, Hell which yeah. honestly, like, it's it's less about the money and more about the fact that you guys are looking to support creation. Yeah. Um, that's not new. That's not unique to us. But it's it it feels amazing. It you does. Know, it just feels wonderful that you guys are, this, are contributing. It's so cool. Thank you so much. This podcast is like our only creative outlet it's our only hobby it's it's something that we have been compelled to do every single week for a year and a bit and we love it yeah you know we love it and the best thing that's happened um like the best thing that's come out of doing this podcast is we've met some people in this community who are just incredible like our our patreons or patreons included and we've made some friends that I would be devastated to have walk out of my life. Like, yeah. there's just like, you know, it's it's this it's this renewed sense of community in in the Blizzard community, and we feel like yeah. we're, we're really a part of that now, and not just admirers of that. Yeah. And uh, it's just been fucking cool, and we love doing this, and it's 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 really humbling that people want to support us. Yeah. So. And I'm, I'm sorry we keep bringing it up, but we gotta say. Um... If we're not, uh, we're not asking you guys for anything. So it's cool that you guys are choosing to do this anyway. It's kind of a, a, a fan-driven thing, which is just just so kick-ass. Totally. Um, and we're not trying to beat a dead horse here or anything like that, uh, or a newly live horse, if you will. <laughs> um, but the point is that if if you were to, to go go this extra mile and do this special thing, how lame would it be of us to not acknowledge it and yeah. bring it up and thank you for it? Yeah. So we have a few things built into the, the Patreon, as you do, um, based on the level that you give per month and um, some of those things are to bring this up on the show so I apologize to anybody to whom uh, this is bothering or whatever skip this segment in the future totally but you know this is we're, we're not going to stop thanking 
the awesomeness that you guys are, are putting Absolutely. out there it's very very cool thank you so much for it um and and that's that's it and yeah <laughs> and you know if if you can't donate money it's cool too just keep listening to us yes be please. our friends send nudes <laughs> to thorn because then you know bahama brother code bahama brother code if you want to i need to fire up i'm gonna need to fire up my, my phone camera yeah just, i need to start uh, working the angles okay just listen though when you're taking a nude don't don't go from bottom up because no? nobody looks good bottom up you no? know like don't like unless it's like a specific like undercarriage but what if the theme is the leaning tower photo, of pizza um pizza pi- pizza pe- i said pizza penis wow what I said, uh, we were That's we were talking slip. penis, and He's I talk- thought we're, yeah, pizza. we're talking about penis. Wait, so... no, no, a Freudian slip would be me slip, slipping talking about pizza and saying penis. Yeah, that was this was the opposite no, I of think a Freudian this slip. Could this be was a, a pizza slip. slip. Like depending on how sexually attracted you are to pizza, which is a lot. Would you fuck a pizza? Hell yes. Okay, but how? I have no, 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 listen. A pizza. What? What? Okay, since you okay, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you fuck a hole into the pizza? No, 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 no. no you or, taco it up. Okay, so you, you close it over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then the cheese kind of like congeals into well, like a well, okay. like a seal. Type. You gotta be you gotta be safe. You know, like let's use protection here. Like cool the pizza down. Obviously, you obviously can, you can burn. Yeah, and so okay, and so watch your toppings. Some of those things are sharp. Okay, so what would be like the optimum pizza for fucking cheese? Just cheese? Just cheese? Extra cheese, in fact. Okay, but like, what if you like a little? You know, ribbed for his pleasure. Broccoli. Broccoli? Okay. Okay, yeah, because, like, it's got the little <laughs> nubbins on it. So, okay. So you cool the pizza to dick Mushrooms, temperature. Mushrooms, if you want to just, like, ease your way in. Okay. Because they're even softer. Mushroom, broccoli, <laughs> cool the pizza to dick temperature, taco it up, just no fold more, it over. No greater than dick temperature. Yeah, no greater than dick temperature. Like, you touch your dick, and then you touch the cheese, and you're like, okay. No more than that's DT degrees. Right, DT, dick temperature. <laughs> They fold it over, get the mushrooms, or the broccoli, or both, if you're getting yes. adventures. Um, and, uh, so, like, do you hold the pizza? Or do you, like, put it on a table? Hey, you know, you know, you do you. Okay, okay. But obviously you're gonna make a mess, so you're gonna, like, put, like, a tarp underneath, sure, or do it outside you know, somebody you know, else's newspaper, house. Newspaper. Right, in the bathtub. Um, and then you could fuck it. Um, <laughs> what about, okay, would that be as good as, like, fucking a calzone? Like, no, would, see, a calzone's a whole different thing. Would that be, like, the equivalent of, like, having relations with a human pizza? Human pizza, human and... Wait, wait, wait like, like a pizza the hut? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, would the difference be, like, pizza <laughs> is a person, is, like, the equivalent of having sex with a person. Okay. But the calzone is the equivalent of having sex with, like, a fleshlight. Yes. Okay. So, it's, like, it's compact. It's all, like, all the stuff that you need is inside. Yeah. Here we are, back with the pizza pocket uh, debate. Yep. Um, so, we've got the equivalent of intercourse with a human, pizza. Intercourse with a cow, a calzone be like... Um, the fleshlight. The fleshlight. So, what is the pizza equivalent of masturbation for males? Okay, you're not answering me. Um, um, maybe... Ba- oh, it's, uh, it's um, bagel bites. Fucking a bagel bite. I don't see how that would work. Well, they got holes in the middle. Really small. I mean... Well, hey, hey, you know. I was thinking more Break like... on through to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Break on through, and you have to sing that song while you're fucking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then... When... <laughs> 
you will never listen to that song the same way ever pizza again. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, <laughs> pizza at supper time. When, when pizza's on the penis, you can fuck pizza at a time. <laughs> I thought we were going the same place with it there. We didn't. <laughs> this took a strange turn at the end. Um, yeah. That's really intelligent. I like, dig I, it. I, I, I dig it too. Like, I was thinking, like, like putting sauce and cheese on your own hand and then just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a poor man's hand pizza. You were already thinking this through. You just already had a whole idea. And then you can eat it. <laughs> okay, but that's the real question on everyone's mind. Do you eat these things? It, it depends on your level of kink. Alright. Or how hungry you are. Rule 34, there's probably a channel for this on Pornhub. Absolutely, but as a female, like, how... I don't know how hungry you would be after, you know, doing a male thing. Like I, I mean, I guess it depends on how long the marathon is. Right. Well, I guess if you're fucking a pizza, <laughs> like, unless in your case, it wouldn't take very long, because pizza... Ah! <laughs> and the pizza don't mind! I'm in a hurry! I gotta eat! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love dick temperature. Let's get this over! <laughs> it's at the perfect DT! <laughs> Oh, God. Blizzard's never going to hire us, are they? No way. <laughs> like, no way. Blizzard, I promise we won't talk about dicks if you hire us, please. <laughs> well, maybe. But still. No, on that friendly note. Bye, Felicia. Bye. <laughs> hey, gang. We need your help. We're tagging this shitbox as a community-focused podcast, but so far it's just been us talking shit. We need you to give us stuff. Delicious content, like questions... Topics to cover, content segments, guild stories, emails, and disputes that need settling. We'll even get some shoutouts and accept your own podcast commercials for promotion. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Please. Okay, everyone gather around me. I have a very important cautionary tale to tell. That's right. You may have heard of things called work picnics. That means you can either leave work early and go to the picnic or suffer quietly at work. Now, here is the cautionary tale part. Don't go to them. Okay, the last time I went there, I had a couple of beers, had to listen to Miley Cyrus, the Mickey Mouse Fun Club, Club Sound Music, Whatever, the hot dog dance. You know, the hot dog dance? Yeah. And I, I did bring my electronic cigarette. I had to have two real cigarettes. They weren't even that filling. Anyway, that Saturday, I had a sore throat for the entire week. Don't go to picnics. They're bad for you. Join us weekly on the Victor Sanctum Podcast, where we are your source for all things PvP in the Blizzard universe, whether it be live on Twitch or on iTunes and Stitcher. Each week we discuss news and PvP in the world of Warcraft, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch, and StarCraft. Visit our website at victorsanctum.com to find out more information about our blog and podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for lagging balls together with us today. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. And for YouTube and Google+, 
search for Lagging Balls Official until we have 500 followers and then we'll get a custom URL. Ooh. If you enjoyed the show, the easiest way to help the show is to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. We truly appreciate it. Special thanks to bensound.com for all the music used on this show. And be sure to catch us next week on Lagging Balls. You testing, do. Testing, testing. You start it. You start it. You started it. You motherfucker. Listen. What? I don't know. Okay.